So let's go over what we said yesterday. So we'll try to make some heads or tails of it. Okay, we'll start at the beginning. We'll do. We'll just read through quickly Yud Aleph. Okay, and we'll explain it. And we'll explain it on a simple level, so we'll understand it. Then we'll do Yud Base. Al The last thing we learned was that the Shurish of the Yid is Panemius. Panemius Aratzen, and the Shurish of Uma Salem is Chitzenius Aratzen. So for Uma Salem, the means could be seen as the end. Because Chitzenius Aratzen is the means, not the end. Panemius Aratzen is the end, what I really want. The mamish, the, the true desire, the, the true inner desire. Okay, so then what's the, the mile of Yisrael choosing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that that choice resonates in Seichel, because he's a pikach, right? He's, he's clever. We say he's clever. So on one hand, the choice is coming from the essence of the Jew. On the other hand, that choice has to resonate in his Seichel so that he makes a conscious decision to act in accordance with that essential reality. right? And we said in the beginning of Zion that when the essential connection resonates in Seichel, so then the Nisham itself is elevated. Right? We said that at the very beginning of Zion. Good morning, Doc. Good morning. Okay, we said that we're going over Yud Aleph again, so make sure we understand Yud Aleph. V'gama ma'ila b'zei d'b'chis Yisrael hu lo'i rak mitzad ha-rotzen d'neshom ha-shel ha-ma'ila mi'aseichel which is one thing. Elegam mitzad ha-seichel also mitzad the seichel itself. Meaning, conscious me, my seichel, what I'm thinking, what I'm experiencing. Ki Yisrael hu makif, that which, which is what we said in Yud, right, that the source of the Jew is panimius makif, what's the Ebesh to really want, what's the end of it all? It's the Yid. Right? Now, he wants the Ebedachtenim, understood, right, but, but he wants that Ebedachtenim to happen through the two things that are panimius aratzen, the Torah and the Yid. And those, those, those are the two vehicles for bringing about what the Ebishter really wants. Humipnei, and that happens through a veda below. That's also part of the part of the the, 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 the internal desire, and that's why the, that's why the yid is part of the internal desire. Why? Because the Ebishter doesn't just want a dear betachtenim. Wants a dear betachtenim as a result of the fact that the lower realms make for him a dwelling place, meaning that. The lower realms reveal elokus. Okay, that's Panimius Aratzen. So who is that? It's the Yid. He wants the Melech. He's not interested in Hashpa. Kizesha Sheresh Yisoba Panimius Amakif, which is Panimius Aratzen. Not Ratzen. Panimius Aratzen, which obviously is a level of Ratzen, but higher than Chitzenius Aratzen, the external Ratzen, which we talked about. Because the, the, the Yisrael is a Pnimi in his own right. In other words, he's Shaykh to the end, not just the means of things. He is the end. Where does such a reality come from? Which is what we said in Yud. From Pnimi Yisamakif. Pnimi Yisamakif again. Pnimi Yisabatsa. The inner desire, the true desire, that which 
ultimately is responsible for everything else. And in everything we do, it's not just in the deepest things that happen. When you when you want a glass of water, so you want a glass of water, so what has to happen in order to get a glass of water? Well, you have to get out of your chair, you have to walk over, today is a bad bad example, I'm sorry, but okay. You get out of your chair and you walk over to the to, to the door and you walk out the door and down the stairs and, and, and go over and get a cup and then walk over to where the, the, the water, well actually the cup and the water are in the same place. So, so fill up the cup with the water and then make a bracha and drink the water. Okay. Everything you did, you moved your chair. Well, you wanted to move your chair. You walked out of the room. You know, all those things are chitzenius You wanted to do them. You did them, right? They're all conscious activities. Okay, but what did you really want? You wanted a drink of water. Okay, well, even that is really chitzenius because what you really wanted is just not to feel thirsty. Right? Why? I don't know. <laughs> Past that, I don't know. I, I didn't want to. I, I have this. I feel thirsty, and I don't want to feel thirsty anymore. And so I'm going to drink some water. Right? Now there might be. There's all sorts of other reasons to drink water. Tomorrow's a fast, so I want to drink water so that I won't get a headache tomorrow. Okay, fine. I really. What I really don't want is I really don't want the headache tomorrow. That's that's panemius erotzin, and so I'm drinking a lot today. Speaking about yesterday, obviously. Right? Okay. We all sorts of reasons why I want to drink the water. Right, so the water might not be the end in its own. It might it might just be that that experience of drinking the water. I've just been thinking about how nice it'll be to experience the pleasure of drinking a nice cold thing of water and feeling it go down my throat. Oh, I can't. I really like that. Okay, and I want to go do that. So then, drinking the water it's, is the end to it. So, right? Even though it's good for you, but the reason I'm doing it is because I just want to ex- experience that. Okay, so that's Nimi Zeratz. So why did he ever create the world? He wants to do b'tachtenim. He wants Yidin to make a dir b'tachtenim by keeping Torah. And we'll see the, the, the centrality of Torah in, the, in, in Yud base. And the Yid is shayach to that. Therefore what? V'lochem. Since the Yid is shayach to Panim Yisamakif, which is Panim Yisaratzim. Lochem. Iker ha'ilui d'bechir siso b'kadosh baruchu. What's the greatest expression of the choice, the loftiness of the choice of the Yid in HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Hu kisharotzen d'neshama shalomai l'miyaseichel, the makif, nimshach upeil gam b'seichel, the pnimi. When the conscious reality of the Jew as a, as a, as a created being, down here in Elam Hazar, chooses the Ebeshter, but not as a result of an intellectual decision, Right, that we know that the choice isn't, this is what we were talking about yesterday, the choice is not an intellectual decision. The choice is based on an essential state of being. Helki Havaya Amr Nafshi, which is that tension in the, in, in, in the, in the Medrash. Because in the Medrash, on one hand, so the person who's choosing the, the person who's choosing the, the, the Melech is a Pikach. Right? He's clever. So obviously there must be some Seichel there. On the other hand, the Medrash is explaining Pshad in a Pasuk that says, Chelki Nafshi, that a Kodesh Baruch is my Chelek. Right? That I'm connected to the Ebishter because, because there's, I, I, I'm, one, I'm, I'm one thing with him. I'm, I'm, I'm part and parcel of him. He's my Chelek. I'm his Chelek. Okay? So now, if that resonates in Seichel, so that's the that's the pikach. It's coming. It's 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 a it's an it's a decision of seichel, but it's not a decision that originates in seichel. He's not choosing the abishter because of the milas of the abishter, because how great the abishter is. He's choosing the abishter because of his essential connection to the abishter. But that's resonating in his conscious intellect. That level of him is also connected. 
So the highest level, Pnimius Aratzin, is expressing itself in intellect. Now, how can it do that? Oh, well, this is what we learned in Vata Tetzava. Where does Messir's Nefesh come from? Messir's Nefesh comes from a place where the Etzim and the Shoma starts to express itself in the conscious reality of the Jew. Why? Well, because it's the essence of the conscious reality also. It's helped by the uh, Moshe of the generation. Yes, absolutely. That's brought about through the Moshe of the generation. That we're going to see. That's the next thing where we don't, when we talk about the Roya. The Rebbe doesn't mention Moshe, but we'll see. He mentions David. Okay. That's next. But, but, but the Rebbe's not talking about that here. He's just talking about what, what has to happen in the Jew. Right? So the, the Messiris Nefesh. What was Messiris Nefesh? The essential connection start, resonates in the conscious reality of the Jew. And how can that be? What, I, I, the essence is essence and consciousness is consciousness. Two completely different states of reality. No, not exactly. Because, so to speak, where is Etzim and Neshama? It's here. Essence is essence. The essence of the essence of my seichel is also the essence of my soul. The essence of my midas is the essence of my soul. It's not like Mazli Chazi. Right? Again, back to Vata Tetzava. That's why this mime is un- easier to understand, having learned Vata Tetzava. Even though, interesting enough, this was said ten years before Vata Tetzava. Fine, that's not the issue. It was also it was also uh, printed as a Mugitek mimer three years before Vata Tetzava. Okay, Seder. So, bottom line. Right? What we learned in Vata Tetzava in terms of Messiris Nefesh, the Messiris Nefesh that comes from Masli Chazi, so since Masli Chazi is happening somewhere else, so it's hard to bring that down into my conscious reality. It has a residual effect on me, because it is happening to me, but it's not happening to conscious me, so that effect is only residual. I might have some innate sensitivity to godliness, okay, which you didn't do. Right, which is also, I mean, we've talked about this, that's why it, you know, it used to be, I have no clue what the numbers are now, but in the old days, the numbers were, in the old days, the numbers were that 35% of cult members in the United States were Jews. Why? Because Jews want ruchnius, Jews want spirituality, Jews are, 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 are annoyed by this neshama that's in them, okay, beside but it doesn't necessarily express itself in an orderly way in consciousness. It could express itself in all sorts of idiocy. Okay, but it's there. There's no question. Okay, but, but that being said, when we talked about Messiris Nefesh in, in Vata Tetzava, we talked about the fact that the essence of the soul, being the essence of every level of the soul, can be revealed in intellect, can be revealed in emotions, that my emotions can be in line with that essential state because that's the essence of my emotion also. And my intellect can be in line with that essential state because that's the essence of my intellect also. Essence is essence. DNA, right? That was the muscle we used. Right? You can find out someone's genetic code from their skin just as easily as, as, as doing brain surgery. Right? You don't have to do brain surgery. Because the essence is the essence of everything. Okay, so that means essence is here. So too here, the Rebbe is saying something very similar. Right? That when Seichel becomes an expression not that, again, not that the choice starts in Seichel. If the choice were to start in Seichel, that would be because, and that how it might start in terms of a person's process, right, as a young child or as an adult becoming from later on in life, right, that I intellectually will begin to recognize the greatness of a Kaddish Baruch. Absolutely, there's no question. Okay, but at a certain point, what has to happen? To be able to transcend that and realize, wait a minute, hold on a second. I'm connecting to the Abishtha not because the Abishtha is big and strong. I'm connecting to the Abishtha because I'm one with him. Okay. 
And that'll happen in relationships outside of the Abishter also, in a marriage. Right? Successful marriage, what happens first? Obviously the person is you know, makes an intellectual decision based on the milers of the person they meet. Okay. Now, obviously there's a spark. It has to be a spark, because you know it's not it's not solely intellect, there has to be some emotion in here. Okay, fine. So there's a little spark. Fine. But what, what, what hopefully happens over time is these people come to a, a, an expression in their conscious reality of some essential connection that they have. Right? So that it might very well be that this is the person about whom the mullah pronounced 40 days before I was born or my wife was born, and I say I am and my, referring to everybody, not me, just anybody, right? That, that 40 days before the husband was born and the wife was born, so a malach pronounces that Pliny is Shaykh to Plainis. Okay, so now, can I bring about the revelation of that through the hard work down it? Yeah, absolutely. So that, so that it, it's no longer a sense of the milers of the person, it's a much deeper, more essential connection. It's breakable. It's a breakable connection. There's, there's, there's something called a get. Right? It's a breakable connection. The, the connection between the Abraham and Amisol is unbreakable. The connection, the connection between a brother and a sister is unbreakable. Right? It can be broken in terms of the people not getting along, but they're still brother and sister. A husband and wife can break it, and they're no longer husband and wife, and, and now have to relate to each other as they relate to anybody else. Okay, fine. In other words, don't relate to each other. Right? It is breakable. That's actually the panemius of Avram Avinu saying to Sarah, you're my sister. Meaning our relationship has gotten to the point where not only are you my wife, which is breakable, but you're my sister. There's an essential connection between us. So that even though we're in a place of absolute darkness, we can't be separated. Because as as powerful and as passionate as the relationship of husband-wife is, it is breakable. I'll be aloha, it's breakable. So the Rebbe says, V'lochem, Ikra ilui, the ultimate expression of the choice, the b'chir sisob ha-kadosh baruch who is when, k'shaharotzen de neshama shalamaylem yaseicho, when the will of the neshama, which is beyond seicho, nimshach is drawn down upayol and acts gamba seicho, penimi, again, the source is not the intellect, but the intellect is the vehicle for the revelation of that, meaning it, it resonates in conscious me, Shall dafka that specifically is nimshach mietzem and neshama samakif. That's coming from etzem. Why? Well, like we said in vatidetzava. Where does Mesir's nefesh come from? Etzem and neshama, because it's the etzem of my conscious being. Okay, so it can express itself in conscious me. So too here, the Rebbe saying something very, very similar. Where do we see the ultimate connection of a Kaddish Baruch Hu being revealed in the most powerful way? How do we know it's an essential connection? Because it can resonate in Seichel, even though Seichel isn't the source of it. It can resonate in Seichel. That shows how powerful it's coming from. Shalemai Logam, and this is also higher, also then the Ratzon Shalemai Lemiya Seichel, than Ratzon itself, which is Chitzen Yisamakif. Ratzon Zamakif. But it's Chitzani Yisamakif. What's Panimi Yisamakif? Etzim. Which is Panimi Yisaratzim. But again, there's there's Ratzim and there's Ratzim, like we've said. There's different levels of will. 
וזהו גם מה שכוסר חלקי הוויה אמרה נפשי, that's why the medrash quotes the פוסק, חלקי הוויה אמרה נפשי, my portion is Hashem, my soul says, חלקי דווקא, specifically my portion, דחלק הוא בחינס פנימי, חלק is something inner, part of me, כידוע בעניין מה טוב חלקנו, מה נעים גרלנו, מה יפה ישיר סיינו, the idea of my חלק, it's part of me, it's who I am, and the loftiness of the choice of the Jewish people who is when the choice of the neshama which is essentially connected is drawn down into the conscious reality of the Jew you know, through in his understanding and his comprehension even in such a way as a pale b'machshava dibur meisan, it affects his thought, speech, and action. It becomes part of the conscious person. How do we know this is coming from the highest place? It's coming from the highest place because, again, it might just be seichel, but if it's the true connection, then it's coming from the highest place of connection because that's the only place that can actually resonate in conscious me. It's not limited by being super conscious, right? It's etzim, which is yes, super. It's the source of superconscious, but it's also the source of conscious, right? Just like we talk about elokus in general, right? Is God's Baruch infinite? No, it's beyond infinite. So he can express himself in finite. Etzim is beyond, beyond being beyond, Because right? it's found everywhere. It's not a matter of higher or lower in etzim. Okay, is that? Better, having gone through that again. The Yesh Lakash is there, we can connect this in Mashakosu Bemedrish, we'll go further. Bemedrish Tehillam Alapasak Lam Natsayach Ladovi Lahaskir. Okay. Lahaskir means to mention. So what's Pshat? Lam Natsayach Ladovi. David's is a song to David. Lahaskir, to mention. What's he mentioning? So the Medrash brings Moshal, it's a Medrash, Medrash Tehillim, Moshal Melech, again, another Moshal. Moshal Melech, it's our third Melech. Shahaya Loitzoin, he had sheep. Vekaasalem, and he got angry at his sheep. Vegiresh Asatzoin, he sent away the sheep. Vehiter Asadir, and he undid the corral, the pen. And he removed the shepherd. Did away with the whole thing. After some time, he brought the sheep back. And he made the corral, because after all, he made a corral for the sheep. But he didn't mention the shepherd. He didn't tell the shepherd to come back. So the sheep are in the pen, but they have no shepherd. Amar Araya, the Raya said, The sheep are brought in, Vadir and the corral is built. Vani and Iniskar, and I'm not mentioned. So David Melech is saying, Hey, what about me? That's Lamnat Sechla David Laskin. Kach Amar David, so too David said, Lamai Lamina Mizma. Baruch will save Tzir. Ve'yivne Ari Yehuda. 
and will rebuild the cities of Yehuda. Mashiach, David, David Malka Mashiach. Hariyadir Banui, behold, the, the corral is built, the cities are built. Vyeshvusham, and they'll dwell there. The sheep are back. Vyeshua, and they'll, they'll settle it and they'll, they'll inherit it. Vizera Avada Vin Chalua, and the seed of his servants will inherit it. And the ones who love his name, Yishkenuva, will dwell in it. Right? This is all talking about Yemais Mashiach. So who's not mentioned yet? The Roya. Doesn't say anything about the Roya. Just talks about the sheep coming back and the cities being built. What about the Roya? What about the shepherd? Hare, behold, based on those psukim, Atsoyin Mechunasis, the sheep are, 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 are there. The Lamnatseach with David Mizmor is the 70th chapter in Tehillim. These psukim we just read, Kielokim Yoshiatzian, Vivnar Yehuda, that's the 69th chapter of Tehillim. Okay? So after David said the 69th, talking about rebuilding the cities and bringing the Yidden back to the cities, he says, wait, what about me? Because he wasn't mentioned. Wild. Vani says, wait a minute, the, 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 the sheep have come in and the cities are built. Vani and in Iskar, and I'm not mentioned. Lachain, therefore, in chapter 70, what does David Melech say? He mentions David. So now why is that, what, does David have to be mentioned? I understand, obvious question. Why doesn't the Kaddish Baruch Hu mention David? Why does David have to mention himself? I mean, the Kaddish Baruch Hu did everything else. He brought back the sheep. He rebuilt the pen. So why does the Raya have to say, hey, what about me? I mean, I understand he was part of the deal in the beginning, so why isn't he part of the deal? That which he brought in the sheep, after he was angry with them, and they weren't desirable in front of him. In other words, he was annoyed at the sheep, and so he got rid of them, and now he's bringing them back. So why is he bringing them back? It's been aroused again. His desire for them. So then why didn't he mention himself, the king? The, the shepherd. Such that it's necessary. A special request for this, that the king has to make, that the shepherd,
shoulder. That's what we said. Okay. Meaning it gets there, but it's not an expression of what the one giving it really wants. It's just, so to speak, a, a necessary evil. It's not Amish evil, but it's necessary. And this is why David asked that the Roya will be mentioned. The Roya, what's the Roya? What's the shepherd? The shepherd is all about specific hashpa, not general hashpa. What is the sh- what's the difference between a shepherd and a nasich? As is understood, the difference between a ro'eh and a nasich. So interesting enough, what do we call Meshu Rabbeinu? Because actually we're back to our ro'eh, our ro'eh ne'eman, our raya me'emna. Right, okay, who, who, what does the ro'eh do? The ro'eh is, inter- is as, as opposed to the nasich. The nasich is a general state of, sh- of shefa that's me'ir. That illuminates everything, similar to Chitzonius Aratzin. What's the Roya? The Roya is all about Pnimius Aratzin. The Roya is all about every sheep getting exactly what that sheep needs. That's the Roya. That's called Shefa Pnimi. Shefa that's designed particularly for what that. I mean, in the case of a shepherd, so it'll be the sheep. In the case of a shepherd of people, what those people need and what that particular person needs. That's a ro'eh. That's the shefa panimi of a ro'eh. So that's Dovid Melech. That's Malka Mashiach. That's Meisha, Shebucholdor. The kol zman, sheloi yeshna ashpa panimis. As long as there is loi yeshna, there is not. Right? I mean, usually we say ain't, right? But you'll find this loi yesh. You'll find it in Chassidus. Also find it in Rishonim. Loi yesh, there is not, as opposed to ain. There's also there is not in English, but one word. Vakozman shaloi yesh not, that there is not. Hashpa pnimis, haroya, chasra ikr. And the ikr is lacking. Meaning, bechitsenius, everything's there. But what's it all about? It's all about ultimately an expression of pnimius arutzen. What's the pnimius arutzen? The pnimius arutzen is that the shefa should be found in places of kedusha. That the source of the shefa should be kedusha, and the shefa should be drawn down, down into a situation, into a reality of kedusha. That's what the Abishta really wants. He wants the world to be a v'dirvadachdanim. He wants the world to be a place of revelation. He doesn't want the world to be a place of darkness. Aye, as long as the world's a place of darkness, what will the world get? Whatever it needs to, to continue existing. Why? In order that we can keep doing what it is that we have to do in order to fix things. Okay, fine. But what does the Abishta really want? Panemia. What's Panemia Zaratzin? That the world should be a place of revealed godliness and, and there should be unbelievable Shefa. It'll be just as what we talked about yesterday. We didn't When we went over it all again today, we didn't talk about it, but we can go back to it now. There'll be unbelievable Shefa, even more than Chitzonia Zaratzin, but it'll be directed to exactly where where the where the Abishta really wants it to go. Where? Kedusha. Why? Because that's all there'll be. It'll be a place of incredible Kedusha down here. And also, therefore, a place of incredible Shefa. Unbelievable. Beyond anything we can imagine now. Literally, you know, the Rambam talks about Madonim growing on trees. Sweet things growing on trees. Not just sweet pears. Cake. Does cake grow on a tree? Face. How's it a pear grow on a tree? I don't know that either, right? If you can make a pear grow on a tree, you can also make a piece of cake grow on a tree. It's not no more or less miraculous for him. Okay. 
We just got used to a pear growing on a tree, so we call it teva. Right? It's all just him. Okay, so it'll make your favorite your favorite hamantashen grow on a tree. If you behave nicely on Purim, you'll get my wife's hamantashen. And we'll see. That decision will be made at the end of the Fabrini. <laughs> Whether or not you deserve the hamantashen. Ooh, they're good hamantashen. They're so good, they're hard to make. Right? So my wife doesn't make, uh, you know, 500. My, our daughter in Shlichus in Australia made, I don't know, how many hundred hamantashen. So she couldn't use her mother's recipe. She used an easier recipe because the dough's easier to use. Her mother's dough's hard to make and it's hard to work with. Okay, say there. This was all being discussed at great length in our house over the last week. <laughs> Pictures on WhatsApp of, you know, hundreds of perfect little hamantashen. Okay. So the hamantashen will grow on trees. Unbelievable. Just pick it off and want a hamantashen. Yeah, probably even Hanukkah time there'll be hamantashen on trees. Who knows? You get anything you want. And you won't gain weight. You won't gain weight, right? Exactly. It'll be, it'll be good for you. It'll be good for you. Right, those, those chocolate bars that only show up Purim time, you know, those really cheap old chocolate bars. So they'll, they'll you know, show up on trees Purim time and then they'll disappear. They'll all fall off the trees and disappear into the ground and fertilize the ground and the daffodils will be sweet. Okay. That's the shefa from, from, from Pneumius Arotza. Unbelievable shefa. But it's Shefa that's coming down into a state of Kedusha because that's all there is. There's no more a state of Kalipa. There's no more a state of Cheshach. There's no more a state of... Uh, there, there's, no more, there's no more garbage that the sun is shining on equal, you know, just as, just as powerfully as it's shining on the wheat field, which is Chitzen Yisaratzen. You know, that's how it works when it's all Chitzen Yisaratzen. So it's just Ratzen and it's a Makif and so it doesn't, it doesn't... It's not necessarily directed towards anything it just shines indiscriminately okay so i mean if you're if, if, if the garbage people get as much as the as the wheat field okay so in, in terms of human endeavor the person involved in activity that's similar to a garbage heap will also get lots of shefa just like the person who's involved in activity that's commensurate to a wheat field you know proper good healthy they'll both get okay panemius aratzen it's not going to be that way right and it'll be greater Remember earlier on we said maybe that's the peacock. The peacock realizes, wait a minute, the Panemius Aratzen is going to be so great and the, you know, it's worth it sacrificing the Chitzonius Aratzen to get the Panemius Aratzen. We said, no, that can't be. Then he's just the same. He's just, he, all, he, all he wants is Hashpa. That was the Hashpa we were talking about. Can't be that. You want something real. Okay. So who's the Roya? The Roya is the one who's responsible for the Hashpa being Panemius. That's the roeh. That's the that's what a roeh is about. Because the roeh is the one who brings it down. Who's all about revealing what the pnimius arutzin is and drawing that pnimius arutzin. Kiham shoches amakif atzmei, drawing down the makif itself. He mechitzenius amakif. Naturally, all things being equal, it'll come from mechitzenius amakif. Like the world works. Veshoresh apnimi. The source of Pneumistic reality, what's supposed to be, that's the Yid, who, which is what we learned in Yud Aleph, who me Pneumius Amakif, we know that. Okay, that's coming from the real Ratzon, that's what the Ibsen really wants. Vagam, and even though, so now, what can happen? Even though Shatsoin Mechunosis, that the, the sheep are gathered in. 
And when they're gashuk, when they are gathered in, they have everything they need, which means they're, get, they're, they're getting hashpa. So then, how is it shayach to say they don't have a roe? Because the roe is the one who's supposed to be giving them what they need. So, but they're getting what they need. How can it be they don't have a roya? How can, they, how can it be that there's the sheep and the deer, but there's no roe if the sheep are getting fed? Oh, because it's still chitzernius aratzah. Even though they're sheep and they're, 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 they're sitting there all together where they're supposed to be. <coughs> it still has to come from the Roya house and the Rebbe explains. Yesh Lemar. Dam shocha pnimis shalaroya. What is dam shocha pnimis shalaroya? Hu terra. Keep reading. It'll be understood. That line I understand is not understood at this point. Right? It's learning Torah. It's the vehicle for bringing down Panimius Aratzen. Because what does Torah connect you to? Panimius Aratzen. What is Panimius Aratzen? Torah. It's Panimius Aratzen. Right? As we said, there's two levels of Panimius Aratzen Torah and Israel. Okay, so what does that got to do with our with this Medrash? So the Rebbe explains. And since the Torah of now, he hevel, is only hevel, like hot air, relative to the Torah that we're going to hear from Mashiach. Therefore, what? It's as if we don't have Torah. It's found that it's still lacking the essential reality of the Roya, Panemius. Well, the Chazal say that Arta compared to the Torah that we're going to hear from Mashiach, so the Torah that we learn now is only is like heaven. It's just like air. That doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just nothing compared to what will be. Oh, so what, what happens in order to prepare for the coming of Mashiach? What's the preparation of coming of Hafatzus of Mayanus? What's Chassidus? Chassidus is Torah, so Mashiach. That's what Chassidus is. Well, anybody who's learned Chassidus realizes that anything else that they've ever learned is, is nothing in terms of helping them understand reality compared to how Chassidus understands reality and helps them understand reality and who they are and what they are and what Panemius is and what Aved is and what the Ebishter is. I mean, they didn't understand before. Right? That story of that Rav in Morocco that we talked about recently, what was his name? He just passed away. So they put a clip of his... Uh, they put a clip of him... It was like going around. He had spoken about the Rebbe. Um, Rabbi Raskin in in, uh, in Morocco was asked by the Rebbe to translate Tanya into Arabic. So he went to this Rav. His Arabic was, you know, he came from Russia. I mean, he spoke Arabic. He was in Tunisia. He was in Morocco. He's in Morocco. So he spoke, but, you know, wasn't a good Arabic. So uh, he went to a local Svadi Rav, or the, the, the Rav of the community, whose name was Rav David, I forget. Abaksela Mashukaze. So he went to this Rav David and he asked him to translate Tanya into Arabic. So he said, well, I can't do that because I don't understand Tanya. How can I translate a book that I don't understand into Arabic? So uh, 
He said, he said when you translate, he quoted the Ibn Tibon, who was a Moroccan translator. He said, the Ibn Tibon says that you have to, in order to translate, you have to understand two, three things. You have to understand the language the book is written, the language you're translating, and the book itself. You have to understand the book. If you don't understand the book, it doesn't matter that you understand the two languages. So Rabbi Raskin said, okay, I'll learn, I'll learn Tanya with you. So they started learning Tanya. And he said, this, I saw the interview, I saw the, the clip. He says, until I learned Tanya, my understanding of God was like a little child. He's the rub, he was the rub of the cold community, knew Torah backwards and forwards. He said, until I learned Tanya, my understanding of God was like a little child. So that's the Roy. The Roy is the one who, who, who draws down the panemius Aratzing by drawing down Torah Mashiach. Now, so how does that happen? Keep reading. Well, it doesn't make sense yet. In terms of the Moshe. There's a everything's working the way it's supposed to work, but there's but, but, there's no revelation of Panimi Satara, and so there's no revelation of the Roya. No, there's no Roya, so there's no Panimi Satara. They go together. Okay, so keep reading, because the Rebbe does explain. You, you, you get it at the end. Vagam, right. even though, Shamadubarkan, what we're talking about here, after Kaddish Baruch Hu saves the Jewish people, Yehuda, so we're talking already about a state of Gula Sido, talking already a state about Mashiach, Shazeya Gila Sido, What's the Iker Gili? The ultimate revelation will be the revelation of Atzmus, which is beyond intellectual comprehension. And this is what David asked, because it has to come from below. David Malka Mashiach. David, it hasn't happened yet when David's asking. David's saying, when Mashiach comes, there has to be a raya. There has to be a revelation of Panemius Atara. There has to be a revelation of Panemius Aratzer. Because any other understanding of reality won't be a revelation of Atzmus. There won't be the, 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 the Iker of, of, of Lossid Lover, the Iker of Mashiach, is not simply the fact that the Yidden will be dwelling in houses in Eretz Yisrael, that the sheep will come back and live in their, in their, in their, in their houses. In their in their pen, no, there has to be a roya. What's the roya? The roya is the, right. That's what that's what the major says. So, but the roya, interesting enough, it has to come from below. That has to come from below. Why? Because the whole thing has to come from below. It's all based on Aravada. So that, the revelation of Atzmus has to come from below. That's when it resonates in Seichel. It resonates down here below, right? And what's that? How does it resonate in Seichel down here below? That's Darasa Mashiach. That's Tarasa Shal Mashiach. What's that called? The Rebbe doesn't use the words. That's called Chesidus. Right? That had to be a revelation of Chesidus. So David Melech says in this in this Mizmar Te'ilim, when Mashiach comes, there has to be a revelation of the Raya because only that way will there be a revelation of Atzmus. And so the Ebishter listened. I mean, David asked. So Kodesh Baruch said, okay, so to speak. Why did he have to ask? Because ultimately that has to come from below. That's not what's going to come from above. 
The chitzenius is going to come from above. What's the chitzenius? That the Yidin should be living in, in Eretz Yisrael in a state of peace. That's the chitzenius of it all. What's the panemius of it all? The Ratzim should be revealed. Where must that come from? Where does the Abish, where's Panemius Arotzen? Where does it want that to come from? From us. Not from the Abish, they're making it happen. From us making it happen. So David asks. It comes from below. The Roya has to ask for that to happen because that's the ultimate in, 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 in Lossid Lava. That's the ultimate in the Geula Sida. That's the ultimate with that word, Mashiach is the revelation of Atzmus, and the revelation of Atzmus comes through the Avodah from below. So in the Medrash, David has to ask that that should be. Oh, so it'll be. Who, where'd it come from? Below. The below has to want Panemius Arotzen. And then Panemius Arotzen is revealed below. If the below doesn't want Panemius Arotzen, then there'll just be Chitzenius Arotzen. What's that? There'll be a lot of Shefa. There'll be a lot of Shefa. But there won't be Gili Atzmus. That that should be revealed. The revelation of Atzmus or Ainsef that's beyond Seichel. But where is it going to be revealed? In Seichel. Down here in our conscious reality. That's what David asked. Who's David? David Malka Mashiach. Mashiach asks that, and again, it has to come from below. Mashiach, just like Melech itself, the whole notion of Melech, the mitzvah of Melech, where did it come from? Why do we have a Melech? There's a mitzvah, so obviously it came from a Kaddish Baruch. Well, but you know the story? How do we, why do we have a Melech? Didn't Amisol ask for a Melech? What? Amisol asked for a Melech. Was Shmuel happy? Shmuel wasn't so happy. We need a Melech. We've got the Abishta. No, we need a melech. Okay. So we were given a melech. Shaul. Didn't work out. David. Worked out better. Shlomo. Worked out good. Fine. You understand? There's a mitzvah in the Torah that there should be a melech. <laughs> so what are the Tariq mitzvah? So why did we have to ask for a melech and why was Shmuel upset? <clears throat> why is Shmuel upset? That's a separate issue. But why did we have to ask? Because the whole Indian of Malchus is asking from below. Is the below asking for that revelation of Malchus? That's what the Abishter wants. And so the whole Indian of Malchus is accepting Malchus and desiring Malchus. What does the Rebbe say after in, in, in the winter of Tafshundan Base, after all of the Aveda, everything's been done. The Rebbe says that there's there's now the world is ready for Mashiach. Right? What's the only Aveda left to do? Parshas Chayasara, Tavshin and Beis. What Shlichus today, the Rebbe said. Talking to the Shluchim. Took about eight lines in the Sicha before the Rebbe says. It's not like the Rebbe built up to this idea of, after a three hour Fabrengen. The first lines in the Fabrengen. Isn't, talk, isn't talking about uh, spreading the seven Noah laws? No doesn't mention it there. That's very important, but that isn't what he mentions. What does the Rebbe mention? Kabbalah's Pane Mashiach Tzikeinu, the acceptance of Mashiach, acceptance of Melech. What that means? Okay, so there's a Machlechus in, in Lubavitch, what that means. Right? Okay, there's a Machlechus. What does that mean? Well, that's, that's what the Rebbe's talking about here. What does David say? 
that there has to be a bakasha from below for the revelation of Atzmus. It has to come from below. Oh, what's this whole mimer trying to explain how we choose the Abishta? What does that mean we choose the Abishta, right? We're going to go back before we go further. I mean, after Purim, so we'll go back and look at the beginning of the mimer and see the, it's a long way back, see the questions in the first paragraph. And then we'll be able to, because we're now getting the answers. Your Gimel is the answer. Your Gimel is the answers. All right? Okay. So the answers are explaining. One of the main questions was, how can you possibly talk about us choosing the Abishter if a choice is between two things? We talked about choice. What's choice? Two things of equal value, and you choose one as opposed to the other. Because if they're not of equal value, then that's not choice, that's Seichel. So how can you talk about our choice? What do you mean choose? What is there to choose from? What's the, what's the other side that makes that choice a reasonable choice? Okay, so we're going to understand that now, having, there's no other side. But it, yes, it has to come from the seichel below, but the seichel below is choosing atzmus, is choosing something completely beyond seichel. Seichel below is connecting to atzmus, we're calling that, we'll, we'll see, that's the bichiru. That's beyond comprehension. That was David's request, which has to come from, it has to come from below. That's what the Ebishter wants. Pneumius Arutzen is that the revelation of Atzma should come from the Aveda below. So, everything can be done. There can be an expression of Chitsenius Arutzen. But the panemius will be missing. What's that? Atzmus. Won't be there. Why not? Because that has to come from below. So David asks. And through his request, Nasazeh. What does that mean? There'll also be a roya. There'll also be a shepherd. I mean, there'll be a, a Malka Mashiach. When Mashiach comes, that's how it's going to work. And what does that mean in... What does that mean... Tachlis down here, Havonos Vasogas Atera, the understanding and the comprehension of Torah, but Tachlis Ashlemus in the most complete way. And what's that all about? It's all about the revelation of Chassidus. The Rebbe hasn't said the word Chassidus once in this mimer, but that's what's that about? The revelation of Torah is a Chassidus before Mashiach comes. What the Baal Shem Tov hear from Mashiach himself? When, 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 when your Torah, which is Torah Sashom Mashiach, is revealed in the world, it's an amazing, we'll just stop with this amazing seek for the Rebbe, where the Rebbe asks the whole story of Yotes Kislev. What's the whole story of Yotes Kislev about? Oh, there was a kitrug, there was a, a kitrug is a, an accusation, so to speak. There was a kitrug against the spreading of, of Panemius Satara. So the Rebbe says, that can't be. That can't be what, what Yotes Kislev was all about, because there had already been a kitrug against this, the spreading of Torah. What was the kitrug? When Rapinchas of Kuretz saw writings of the Magid being blown around in the street. He was very, very mockbeat and said, we shouldn't be teaching people chassidus. We can't spread chassidus to, to, to the masses because look what happens. They're taking the most special thing and it's just, they're not, they're not giving it the, the respect it's due. It's letting it, the, the, the sheets of paper are blowing around in the street. Mamish. All right, so what famous mushal did the Alter Rebbe say to him? All right. You all know the mushal. No, no one knows that. You all know them. When I say it, you'll all know it. Right? The jewel in the crown of the king. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's called knowing it. Right? Knowing it means I, I know how to apply it in my life, not that I've heard it. 
right? What does it mean? There was a, there were, the, the famous marshal that the Alter Rebbe said, there were Pinchas of Kedis. There was a king whose son was very, very sick. The prince was very, very sick. The doctors didn't know what to do. The only thing that would, they, they decided the only thing that would, it was, would, 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 would help heal the son was to take the most precious jewel in the crown of the king, grind it up, take some of the dust, and, 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 and put it in the mouth of the king, in the mouth of the prince, and even though some of it would fall on the ground, some of it wouldn't be able to digest the little bit that got in, so that would save the prince. And that's Chassidus. The most precious jewel in the crown of the king, Pnimi Satara, grind it up, turn it into a form that, that simple people can understand, and maybe some of it will get in and it'll save the it'll save the child. Okay. That was the mushroom. So the Rebbe explains, wait a minute, that means there was a the Pinchas of Kurtz was a holy Jew. The Pinchas of Kurtz was in line with the Ratzon of a Kaddish Baruch. So Mitzad of Kaddish Baruch, there must have been a Kitrug, there must have been some accusation against the, the teaching of Chassidus. And the Alter Rebbe did away with that accusation by telling that Mashal. The Pinchas was Makabal the Mashal. He said, okay, good. No problem. Yes, I hear it. Okay. So that happened already. Because Rapinkas, of course, was a holy Jew. And if he said that this is a problem, that, that was coming from Kedusha. That wasn't coming from Klippa, that's Rapinkas Mikurits, who's a Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov in the Magi. So if he said it, it's coming from a place in Kedusha. So in from Kedusha itself, there was already a Kitrug, an accusation against the spreading of Chesidus. So what should this guys live about? The Rebbe asks. To see can Lamed in as the Rebbe said, the Rebbe says an amazing thing. What's Yotez Kislev? Yotez Kislev isn't Chassidus Pachlau. Yotez Kislev is the Kitrug against Chassidic as Chassidus as Terasa Shal Mashiach. Chassidus as the Torah of Mashiach. That was the Kitrug of Yotez Kislev. And that also we emerged victorious. But that's why the author Rebbe went to jail. It wasn't teaching Chassidus Mitzad Aveda, it was teaching Chassidus Mitzad that which is going to bring Mashiach, which is a revelation of Terasa Shal Mashiach, what the Raya wants. What the, Rebbe, what the Rebbe just said here, that the that 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 the the, the roya has to be mazkir that we want atzmus, and then there's a revelation of atzmus. But if the roya isn't mazkir, then it's all chitzonius aratzim. What does that mean? That means everything. That that means what would it, the, the Rebbe just said like a wild thing. Without that. So then what? Theoretically, Mashiach could come, everything could be working fine, Yidin are in Eretz Yisrael, keeping Tarin Mitzvahs, everything's fine, but one thing's missing. What? Dear B'tach Tain. Kilu Yatzmas. That's possible for that to occur? Not now. Yeah, no, but for all those things without, then all those things bring about Dear B'tach No. The Yopetachtenim is Gili Atzmus. It's theoretically possible. I understand. We're living in a situation now. There's no Arabs in Eretz Israel. There's no Arabs here. This would be a pretty good place, no? Whoa, unbelievable. Okay, no Arabs and everybody's religious. No, that's what God wants. You're hung up. That's what God wants. You don't like religious Jews. That's your problem. That's not God's problem. Don't put that on God. What kind of religious? People who keep Shabbos and eat kosher food. I don't care. Not necessarily the type of religious that you approve of. They don't all have to be approved by you. I'm sorry. It's not the way it works. Obviously, Israel applies to everybody, not just fry people who are marry shikses. We are supposed to love all Jews, right? even the ones we might disagree with. 
because I hope our disagreement is more with the non-religious than with the religious. If it's more with the religious, we've got an issue. So, so, so the, it, it, everything's amazing. Right. It's amazing. Everybody's from, no Arabs, we're all living in Eretz Israel, like it is now. And, and Bibi's from. It's not, 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 you know, there's no such thing as, you know, the, 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 the Kahol Levan and Meretz and Likud, none of that exists. Right, Gimel and Shas, right? Everything's Gimel, Shas, and Yamina. And Otzma Yehudit, they'll actually get in, you know. Fine, okay? It's all from parties and, okay, is that imaginable? Why not? I would imagine if you talk to most Jews about what Mashiach is, that's what they'll say it is. Right? What's missing? Giliatzmus. The Iker. Well, no, no, there's a base of Mikdash. There's a base of Mikdash. Absolutely. I, who knows what goes on in there in the Gaidish Gadashim, right? It's about what they Right? Everything's the way it should be. But there's no Gili Ratzmas. So everything's missing. Meaning, I don't understand. What does the Ebster want? He wants that? No. That's Kitsuni Yazarutsan. What's Benim Yazarutsan? Gili Ratzmas. Oh, how'd that happen? David Amelik said, wait a minute. What about me? Meaning, what about the request from below that there should, the Roya who wants that Pneumius Arutzen should shine down on every single Jew the way it should, and what's that? Giliatzmus. That's Giliatzmus. That has to come from Dov. has to come from the Roe, the Raya Mehemna. Who opens us up to the idea that it's all about Gilu Yatsmas? The Rai Mahemda, right? I would know it's about Gilu Yatsmas if the Rai Mahemda didn't teach me this. Right? Through the Limitatar of the Rai Mahemda of our generation, or and the previous generations, from the Shibal Shem Tov up until now, what are we aware of? That it's all about Dir Padaktanim and Gilu Yatsmas. If you don't learn the Torah of the Rai Mahemda, what won't you know? You won't know that. That will not resonate in your Havana Vasoga. It won't resonate in your cycle. And then it'll all be it'll all be about Chitzenius Aratzen. Is that Chitzenius Aratzen bad? No. It's amazing. It's Psukim. Kaddish Baruch saved Sia and, and, and brought them back and built their houses. And, uh, incredible. Amazing. Beautiful. What'll be missing? Atzmus. If I don't know it's there, how can I know it's missing? Giliatzmus will be missing. Ask your average Jew what Mashiach is. Beis Mikdash, a king, keeping time with everybody's from. What will they probably not mention? Yeah, even the notion of a Kaddish Baruch being revealed will not necessarily be part. Of course they know that's what's there, but it won't be an eager part of the equation. If you ask a Lubavitcher Chassid, or almost any, hopefully any Chassid, but you ask a Lubavitcher Chassid, what's Mashiach? What's, what's he going to say? What's that? The revelation of Atzmus and Elam What does that mean? I don't know. I mean, I know, but I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. No clue. But that's what it is. How do you know that? Because David teaches you that. That's what, that's, the Rebbe says that's what David's asking for in that, in that, in that, Capital Taylor. 
and it has to come from below. Is, I think there 